0: InstallHub.com. Streamlining your installations. Hey you, thanks for listening to our pod. We've made it to the 7th of April. It's Friday. It's the start of your Easter weekend, so let's see what's been happening this week in this very busy industry. Kickstarting with this news, Chinese EV brand hi is to launch in Europe this year with a new model. The model is the HiPhi Y, which is a mid-sized SUV, is said to debut at the Shanghai Auto Show this month with up to 503 miles of range. It's not as well known as BYD, Great Wall Motors, Neo, Xpeng, all of those brands, but Human Horizons will launch its high-fee premium EV brand in some European markets by the end of this year. As the company does look to expand overseas, they do have plans to announce which European countries they are planning on entering at the Shanghai Auto Show later this month, so eyes and ears peeled for that one. Here is some good news. The overall UK new light commercial vehicle market grew for the third consecutive month in March, rising by 13.3% to 47,634 units. According to the latest figures published today by the Society of Motor Manufacturers and Traders, March is traditionally a high volume month, as we know, due to the number plates. Now, number plate changes are a big deal here in the UK. We do like to have cars with new number plates on, and that does of course help to boost sales in March and September when the plates do change. but the good news from the March sales figures was that the new deliveries of the battery electric vans were up by 32.7% compared to March 2022. Now, this was driven by an increasing choice of models, which does make switching to zero emission vehicles more compelling. You've got vans that were sold in March that were BEVs. And then, of course, the electric van car market shares for the month was 5.3% of the UK's LCV market. Which is an important number, that's a 5% market share that we have seen key milestones and tipping points for EV adoption which is absolutely at this point in the game what we need to be seeing. In other UK news, Waitrose staff will now have exclusive access to electric vehicle charging points. Following the launch of a newly constructed hub at the groceries Bracknell depot, the retailer has installed 14 22 kilowatt rapid charge points at their warehouse and distribution centre. The installation, made in partnership with charge point manufacturers Easy and also tech provider Flowbird, means that the Bracknell site is the first depot to be equipped with the technology. The grocer understands Waitrose potentially has more requirements elsewhere in its network if this hub is a success. They said we want to make it as easy as possible for our partners to go electric. Keeping it electric is a dime-sized battery, a step forward to an EV with a 1,000-mile range. Now, a Chicago institution has teamed up with another to develop a solid-state battery that packs a huge energy punch, one that could eventually even power airplanes. The design is at Aragon and Ilion's Tech. It's a version of a lithium air battery, a category that has been around for about a decade but really hasn't yet had any commercial breakthrough. In this specific battery, the anode is made of a solid form of lithium. Now, the air part comes from outside air that flows in through tiny holes in the cathode. The oxygen from the air reacts with lithium ions that have passed through the solid electrolyte. Now the electrolyte is made from a combination of ceramic or polymer materials a solid that still allows for the passage of ions. Now to understand what makes this battery different it helps to know that in previous lithium air batteries each oxygen molecule would react with one or two electrons. In this new battery each oxygen molecule will react with up to four electrons so it's basically doubling its power. It's like when you try and take just one bag out of the car at a time or if you go hard and try and carry everything at once so you don't have to make two trips <laughs> if we've all been there now in the meantime automakers and battery manufacturers are just a few years from releasing the first cars with solid state batteries it's a race that all manufacturers are a part of and it's a very exciting one so watch this space now this podcast isn't just about evs anymore we've branched out into green tech solar uh, energy as a whole really i mean there's so much going on it only felt right that we would kind of discuss it all so moving nicely on to solar but still from ev so the vwid buzz is getting solar roof panels from abt for extra range alternatively the energy from the sun could power the onboard fridge in the camper version now the german automaker already forecast that it would produce more than 40,000 examples of the electric van this Year for the global markets, and even though the BEV is still a very new and relatively niche product, the aftermath scene is slowly starting to release products designed and built specifically for the battery electric bus. Now, the German performing tuning specialist company ABT is releasing a roof solar module that gives the ID Buzz some extra free electric energy from the sun. Now, this is brilliant because you can only presume that these will be traveling all around Europe, sunnier climates. I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? It's been developed by the firm's E-Line division for electric vehicle products, and the solar modules were designed for use on the long wheel based version of the model, which will be the one to be available in the United States starting this summer. Again, a bit of a sunnier climate, so makes sense. Do you know what I love most about this industry? It's the innovation that seems to be everywhere. People are constantly trying to fix problems and find solutions like this French startup. They are offering a manual solar tracker for residential PV systems. Now, the French-based Col Ambas League has developed a tracking system that can be manually oriented according to the zenith every 15 days. Now, the startup recently introduced the first prototype and is now looking for distributors. Now, the principle is simple. The company's founder, Nicolas DittleBlanc, has developed an adjustable fixing system associated with an application called zenitrack which indicates the optimal angle of inclination of the solar panel facing the zenith throughout the year so the pv system owners can slightly modify the angle of their solar panels every two weeks so that it always faces the sun they can also move the structure manually by using a telescopic rod now, this rod apparently is a handle used in sailing to precisely adjust the length of a telescopic tube. Now, thanks to a graduation system, the user can modify the inclination of their solar panels between 15 degrees and 80 degrees to follow the zenith. So basically move your solar panels throughout the year so they're always facing the sun to give them the best working chance. I like it, it's a solution to a problem that needed fixing. We love a bit of green tech, and Granfield University does too. They have announced the first six successful applicants to its Green Future Investment for Technology Accelerator Fund—mouthful, that. Let's just call it the GFIL. Now, the program has been designed to support technical and prototype developments of innovative technologies that address climate change challenges. The funding is made possible as a result of a donation from the Green Fund Investments Limited, and all organisation established to drive climate change initiatives by promoting technological innovation. Now the first one is Lamber Energy, which is looking to increase crop yields by utilising greenhouses coated with sunlight changing films. Sages London is second, they're exploring how natural food waste derived dyes can be refined to produce dyes that are more vibrant and have commercial uses in other industries. You've got the Blue Methane, which is a project focused on optimizing technology to capture methane from water and create a new source of bioenergy. You've also got Manhole Metrics, They're developing a low-cost long-life sensor that can be mounted to the underside of manhole covers to give real-time flood warnings and enable flood predictions. Fifthly, you've got Tysan Motors. They are the next-generation battery pack for electric vehicles. And sixthly, you've got Newham, which is using patent-pending nanotechnology to make green ammonia without direct CO2 emissions. The successful applicants will receive four months of technical and business support from Granfield University to help them accelerate their project and bring their ideas to market. We wish them all luck and finally with our office being based in manchester and our very own ceo being a proud mancunian he's got the accent and everything it's only (laughs) right we end on this japan's daikin has picked manchester as a test bed for green tech now the japanese industrial company daikin has signed a deal with northern england's greater manchester region to deploy heat pumps in some of its public buildings and act as a test bed for the technology daikin is one of the world's largest air conditioning manufacturers and they will provide heat pumps and cooling systems to public buildings including social housing in the city region that will be monitored and tested remotely demand for heat pumps which rely on electricity to transfer heat has been booming in Europe amid the soar of natural gas prices with consumers in many countries waiting months for heat pump installations Manchester is one of the birthplaces of the Industrial Revolution and we plan to become carbon neutral in 2038 12 years ahead of the rest of britain so uh, as we'd say manny on the map so that's it you are now up to date with the industry and what a busy industry it is from everybody here at install hub you have a fantastic long easter weekend keep yourself safe and be sure to tell people about this pod so they too can like and subscribe i'll be back with you next friday Thank you.